Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome to whatever episode this is of Dunzo. It is me, Troy McKeady. And we haven't done an album review in a really long time. It feels like a long time. Maybe it hasn't been. I don't know. I don't know anything about my own show. But I'm very, very excited about this week's episode. I have a new guest who I'm sure will be back. This will definitely not be the last time. I'm joined by my friend Alex Nelson today. Alex, how are you? Troy, it feels like Christmas morning today <laughs> for me. I literally woke up so excited. I'm so happy to be here talking about this with you. I'm so happy to have you here. Literally all Alex and I do is message all week about music. And <laughs> the other day I was like, wait a minute, I've never asked Alex to be on my show. And all we do is talk about music. Like I kind of felt like an asshole, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and you were like uh, letting me pick which album we were going to review. And I just put out so many ideas. I was like, oh my God, you, you called me like a fembot. I was just like literally spinning... <laughs> crazy and I just was like um you you said when you wake up in the morning you'll know which one you want to do and I woke up and I knew I wanted to talk about this album (laughs) so we're talking about Shakira's 2001 laundry service today um which is major I know that this was a major album for you and I'm excited to hear what it meant for you growing up Um, but it was huge for me too. This was a really big, I don't know. This was just one of those albums that I remember being given. Like my mom used to sometimes just buy me what albums she thought I would, I would want and like in hopes that I would like them. And sometimes Mm -hmm. they were big hits and sometimes they were misses. Like sometimes they were the 98 degrees Christmas album, but it's July. You know what I mean? And then sometimes it was Shakira and she would hit it out of the park. And this was one of those moments where I was like, damn. I really like Shakira. Same. I just feel like this album kind of ended up somehow at my house. And Mm -hmm. of course I was drawn to it because the cover is like fantastic. She looks so good. She looks beautiful on the cover. The tattoo is cool on her arm. She's like looking so seductively over her shoulder. Yeah. And I played the shit out of this album. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah. So were you familiar with her before? Did you know anything about her? 
I wasn't. And I was going to say, like, I feel like this, I imagine this was probably most people's introduction to Shakira, at least in America. Totally. Right? I mean, I, I was so. seven. I was seven when this album came out. I thought yes. I was 11. <laughs> no, I would say most people were introduced in America to Shakira through this album. I mm. knew about her, like, through the grapevine. I think I had seen her on TV. I remember knowing that she had really dark hair with, like, colors in it. And I remember mm. she used to get compared to Alanis Morissette a lot. But I didn't know anything about yeah. her. Um, and then this album happened and it hit the, the fucking earth like a meteor. And I just feel like Shakira's whole persona, identity, look, sound, all of it was just so new to an American audience, you know, especially as a it's, mainstream pop girl. Yeah. And it's everything that I wanted in a pop star. She she's everything like what can't she do she sings she dances she plays guitar she just is the whole package (laughs) yeah yeah she's incredible she really does not get the credit that she deserves for having such a crazy long career Mm -hmm. and becoming a breakout artist in America like five albums in you know basically like restarting her career again and this album having like I mean, Whenever, Wherever obviously was a massive, huge single. It was a big hit. But, like, even still, I don't think that as a, like, a breakout album, like, a introduction to America album, this doesn't get enough credit to me. Agreed. And partly because it's so good. Like, every single song is great. I love mm-hmm. every song on this record. I really do. I have so much to say about all the songs. And, I know. <laughs> like, it's just like I, I wonder why you know while I was listening to it I'm thinking about it and I think part of it is because she is like a native Spanish speaker and she kind of went back to singing in Spanish so mm-hmm. she like she broke out here and then she kind of like vanished for a little bit I mean she had hips don't lie but then you know I don't listen to Shakira's music that much anymore right. I, I haven't really delved into an album like this one um And another thing I was thinking about is like, you know, she played the Super Bowl two years ago with J-Lo and she kind of played second fiddle. Like to me, Shakira is an artist on another level. Like to play second fiddle to J-Lo at the Super Bowl, like why? (laughs) I know. She played the Super Bowl, you know, and been the main main thing, but she was kind of an afterthought. I completely agree. Like Shakira is, yeah, Shakira is the real deal. And like you said, like... (laughs) Aside from the fact that her voice is, like, so unique and incredible, she is easily one of the best dancers I think I've ever encountered in my entire life. hmm Yeah. So I guess at the beginning here, I wanted to talk about, like, because I, I this was the first time I really looked into, like, where she came from and how she learned how to sing and dance and that kind of stuff. And I guess, like, her, you know, she she always felt creative, even when she was, like, a toddler or before her first memories were like wanting to write poems and stuff like she would see her dad sitting at his typewriter and she was really entranced by that um and yeah she loved singing and then with dancing like she her dad takes her out to an Arabian restaurant one night and she they start playing this like Arabian drum called the Duombek and she just feels like so inclined compelled to like shake her hips to the beat of the music and she gets up on the table and she's like dancing and oh my god she she at that moment like decides she wants to be a performer she's she's like this is what I'm gonna do she falls in love with the feeling of like 
performing and um then she goes home and she teaches herself how to belly dance by uh learning how to flip a coin with her stomach oh my god that's an origin story if i've ever (laughs) heard one oh my god thank god he took her to dinner that night lord jesus oh for real right i'm sure she would have found found her passion for dancing in some way uh if that didn't happen but yeah I think that must have been a really magical night well the thing I'm the most excited to get into is like I mean there's so many things but I love Shakira's songwriting me too (laughs) I love because you brought up like her writing poetry and I'm like I just think that she is the most unique way of expressing her emotions and Mm -hmm. this album is very like there are moments that are very funny it's very sort of in on the joke, but it's also really emotional. And at times it gets vulnerable in a way that's almost yeah. like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that, like she, when she started writing these songs in English, um, she studied like Leonard Cohen and Bob Dylan and poetry. And she got like an English tutor and an English rhyming dictionary. And she did such a good job. And I think this record was executive produced by like Emilio uh, Estefan and Gloria Mm -hmm. Estefan. And they were like helping her out and she showed them some of the songs that she wrote and they were like, this is amazing. Like I couldn't do this better myself. This is great. And while listening to it, you know, I would think about some of like the couplets that she has, like rhyming clothes with chose. It's like Mm -hmm. those how would you even know to do that clothes is spelled so weird to just know to rhyme it with chose and that kind of stuff is all over the record like it's just it's really good um yeah I don't know um if I just I it also reminds me of like Amy Winehouse like she always wants to put a punchline in her lyrics and Shakira does that in almost every song there's something funny and cheeky and um it's it's really poetic. It's really good. It's just from a songwriting perspective, I 100% agree. Like, it's just excellent. Yeah, there's always a little but on bump in every every verse where you're like, oh, that's so clever and funny and cute. Um, well, you want to get into the songs? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, actually, um, just some things about her singing. Like, we talked about her dancing. I had okay. some notes about how, like, she, when she was a little girl, um, she tried out for her school choir and she didn't make it because her teacher didn't think she could blend her voice with the rest of the girls. And she said she sounded like a goat, like the bleeding of a goat. Oh my Um, God. When you were a kid, did you like try to do Shakira impressions? Of course. (laughs) Right. It was so fun. Me and my little sisters were always trying to do impressions of how she would sing like from the back of her throat. It almost has like a share like quality, right? It does. It is giving share very much so. And it's like, it's like very, I don't know. It's like almost masculine mm-hmm. in a way. Okay. Like, it, you know what I mean? It's like the the tone of her voice is like, it's just so unique. It's like nothing I feel like I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so powerful. It's like, yeah, it's so unique and it's just, it's like coming from like almost like a higher power like it's truly a divine gift and she really feels that it's visceral she sings with her whole body um yeah and I like that in her story like she had some rejections like uh at one point you know after being rejected from the choir she she like captures attention of like the record labels when 
someone from Sony goes down to like Columbia to see her perform. And so she, she's got found a little bit of success and then she's trying to get a record deal. And she like some, some guy hears her um, demo tape and he calls her a lost cause. <laughs> like, oh my God, that's such a definitive statement to make about someone who goes on to become Shakira. <laughs> right. To become like a cultural phenomenon across the, the globe. That's why you can't ever take anything personally. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I also, I mean, people always talk about like the, you know, she has that iconic, like that sound, like you said, from the back of her throat. But like my favorite Shakira sound is the way she ends notes when she like vocal fries. <laughs> yes. That's yes. my choice Shakira kooky sound. I knew you were going to say that because you're <laughs> such a fan of Ashley Simpson. Yeah. You got me hooked on Ashley Simpson and that's all over her albums too. Like it's it's yeah. so like the screeching, like <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know. I our, the, your, your Ashley Simpson journey truly lives in my spirit, by the way. Like it lives uh, in my heart more than yours. I mean, they're kind of like similar albums this one and like Ashley's first album because they're so rock inspired Mm -hmm. like and the songwriting is good yeah and there's one thing about this whole album I mean we'll get into it when we get into the songs but like it's got a real like you never hear people talk about this or I don't know if I'm just crazy but to me it has a real sort of like surf sound it's Mm -hmm. got like a real like 60s beach party kind uh-huh. of thing happening in the background where I'm like I like and that. I love that I love it yeah you know? yeah um <laughs> I I can see that there were some comments on the YouTube videos that were kind of pointing to that too and I thought that was interesting um but yeah so then just on the note of songwriting and Shakira being a writer she wrote her first poem when she was four I think it's called La Rosa de Cristal the Crystal Rose how beautiful is that as a oh four-year-old to come God. up with it? It's like some people just have it. She's a fucking <laughs> prodigy. She really is. Yeah. Um, and as far as background, I think that's it. And I'm ready to go into the song. <laughs> okay. I feel even yeah. more prepared now. <laughs> well, yeah. Some people, it, like her critics at the time, because I love this album and I'm like, why didn't this just get like tens across the board? And people right. were saying that she writes a lot in cliches. and. I feel like if cliches should be welcome anywhere, it's in pop music. And like, I believe her when she's, you know, singing these metaphors, they don't really feel cliche to me. And if they are, then whatever, but I like They don't them. feel cliche to me at all. I actually, I wrote down a lot of, I think I wrote down lyrics for each song, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with Objection. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Um, so this song was the first english-speaking song that she wrote she wrote it with gloria and Mm. you know it's just i'm gonna say this a million times i'm I'm already sick of hearing myself say it but like it's so playful and fun especially like musically it's just so like yeah this one has a real heavy i think beach party vibe like it just sounds very like Mm -hmm. you know like nude beach a go-go you know what I mean like it just has that very like <laughs> yeah it's got that like that that's and I love I love beach music like I love like 60s beach music and this is just what it me makes too. me too yeah this one's really fun it is so playful the intro is playful like the way that 
what an intro for an album like it's it yeah. just starts with piano and strings and like um an accordion and and then the beat kicks in and mm-hmm. it's like it's just like a party it's so fun and can we talk about the video oh my god <laughs> the video <laughs> like holy like, shit she's doing this tango with this guy and it's so like sultry and serious and the there's like you know the dramatic piano strings and then the beat kicks in and within seconds she's flailing around doing her signature Shakira dances like (laughs) gyrating and it's like it's so funny and she's doing all these shoulder rolls there's a lot of like shoulder work going on she's pumping her arm to emphasize (laughs) the beats like it's awesome but at the same time like she does have this look on her face that's so like I'm dead I'm dead fucking serious yeah that's and that's like sort of the whole like vibe right where she's like making these jokes about their relationship and like using puns but she's also like extremely serious Mm -hmm. and if anything I feel like this album if you listen to it in order and you really analyze the lyrics it's like it's a it's a she's describing a manic love like she Mm -hmm. is obsessed with this person in a way that's like she's unapologetic in how obsessed she is and it crosses a line many times where she's like (laughs) no like you don't get it I will kill you like you don't get it we'll die together and she's like I'm not joking and I'm I'm proud of it like it's very up and down it's Mm -hmm. very up and down (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) yeah let's see um the um rhythmically yeah rhythmically it's so fun with I love the every 20 seconds you repeat her name yeah when it comes to me you don't care if I'm alive or dead like it's yeah, so yes, passionate it's so good oh my god it's so good I have to okay so I wrote down my favorite lyrics from this specific song where she says next to her cheap silicone I look minimal that's why in front of your eyes I'm invisible Mm -hmm. but you've got to know small things also count (laughs) better Uh put your feet on the ground and see what it's about (laughs) that's funny yeah like I love my (laughs) my favorite is I love you for free and I'm not your mother (laughs) like (laughs) that's such a great conversational lyric and it's sharp and funny her this everything is funny she's hilarious and it's consistent the the Mm -hmm. themes in this album what she's talking about her feelings about this relationship, even though each song is very different, it's it feels like it's all a part of the same collection. There's a lot of talking about being his mom. <laughs> There's a lot of talking about like being obsessed with him to the point of like being psychotic and also knowing that it's toxic. But she talks a lot about like parenting this guy. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely doming him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, with this song, like you were saying, it does seem like she's really struggling with like jealousy and competition. Like it's obviously about a love triangle. And I just want to say, like, if I was in a love triangle with Shakira, I would simply pick Shakira. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, throughout the whole album, like her whole thing, you know, you put it in nicer words, but I just, I I said it was sort of like desperation. Like it's very emotional, passionate, visceral, And I think as a kid, I was really drawn to this because I liked seeing someone who was so undeniably like desirable, expressing a lot of feelings that have come from some form of rejection. Like she's grappling with unrequited love 
all over. Yeah, because it's hard, especially as a young person, it's hard to wrap your mind around somebody like Shakira even needing to be desperate. Yes, yes. So, like, why can't she just have everything she wants? Yeah, when she's literally the most seductive, (laughs) like, enticing, magnetic person ever. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Can we talk about underneath your clothes? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is one my of favorite Shakira songs. songs of all time. Uh-huh, me too. I mean, it's, you're a song written by the hands of God. What a metaphor. I mean, <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's so beautifully written. Mm-hmm. Her voice sounds incredible. The music mm-hmm. video. Uh-huh. The music video was the last video directed by her Brits. And anybody who follows me on Instagram knows how much I love her Brits. Um, it's just okay. so, yeah, this was the last one he directed before he died. And I think it's a real high point as far as her songwriting goes. Wow. Okay. I agree with you on that. I do. Yeah. I think the song is like, it just has a classically beautiful melody. It's also different. It's a different melody. It's, it's divine. It's like from like a higher power melody like it just really hits so hard but the video I felt like in comparison to the other videos like it didn't do as much for me like we didn't we didn't talk about this with objection but the cartoon and objection is so amazing like that (laughs) yes the boo popping that lives rent free in my mind like I have to mention that it's just that was great I I never am not thinking about that um yes. and then at the end like she straps the guy and the girl up to those giant like gears you know they're nailed <laughs> yeah. to the cross like Jesus was and then they start spinning really fast and they break off of their fixtures like that video had me like from the every second is just like riveting and then underneath your clothes video she's just kind of like you know, standing around backstage and dancing with this guy. It's really cool when he picks her up and swings her around by the waist, but yeah. the rest of the time, they're just like laying down with their faces really close. <laughs> yes, it's very like, it's weird because it's like in the style of her Brits, but it's also not at the same time because it's very him to like, he does a lot of like beauty shots. It's a lot of like, like he directed um, Britney's Don't Let Me Be The Last To Know video. Okay. Um, it's a lot of just like natural light beauty shots either in color or black and white normally and this one is weird in the sense that it's not like it's not really his style like it looks like his style but it also doesn't like I don't you're right I don't love the setting I was gonna say she does look really beautiful but she looks like a little different like she looks like Daisy from Rock of Love (laughs) no like literally that's not even a joke like she literally does (laughs) She's wearing like her her studded black wristlets or whatever. And she's like just kind of standing there looking dramatic. But yeah, it's like softer. And I I now I'm remembering who Herbert's is. And I actually yeah. am having an appreciation for this video now that you mention it. Um, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's very he he's his style is so toned down. It's so like mm-hmm. just look at how beautiful this person is. It's basically moving fashion. It's like moving mm. fashion photography. Mm-hmm. That makes me like it so much more. <laughs> yeah. But I get I understand your initial interpretation of it though. Like I get it. <laughs> I understand that. Just sandwiched between, you know, um 
objection and whenever wherever i watched yeah. these three videos in succession and i was just <laughs> like the other two are just 11s or 12s on a right. scale of one to ten like and this one was just the song is so good and i, I just it yeah like the video is just a normal video um but i love the song you know it's kind of written uh, it's just it's a perfect song yeah it's interesting because so she's singing about like like she's basically saying in this song like i deserve your love because i'm such a good girl like uh, yeah i do the best line right like i do everything right and i take care of you and i'm again maternal to you and i like emotionally coddle you and because i do all those things like my reward should be you loving me back and like that's mm-hmm. just so sad it's such a sad song uh-huh i felt that when i was seven mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. all the things i deserve for being such a good girl that's such a like a lolita kind of lana del rey sentiment right totally. and then and then the like just like a testament to how smart she is and how complex her lyrics can be or how complicated like conceptually because of you I forgot the smart ways to lie Mm. like I I interpret that as like this guy kind of you know she hangs on his every word and he gets her so tied up that she can't even like be her normal self and think as fast as she can because she's just like so dazzled by him or whatever she loves him so much and it's just beautiful yeah, it's another, I mean, this whole album is truly hopeless devotion. Like, it's just, I am mm-hmm. endlessly devoted to this person and I want everybody to know I am yeah. so vulnerable and raw about it. Like, I love him so much and I don't care how pathetic yeah. it makes me look. I felt like this one was kind of written like an Elton John song. Almost oh, like, yeah. Partly because of like the the bridge, which I think like, that's one of the moments there aren't that many moments on this record where it doesn't make as much sense as I want it to but right the part where she's talking about like every voice hanging from the silence lamps are hanging from the ceiling I don't really know what she's saying there but um I love when she's like I love you more than all that's on the planet moving talking walking breathing you know it's true oh baby it's so funny you almost don't believe it that's my favorite part of the song it sounds like an Elton John lyric. Yeah, it's that's actually so true. I didn't even think about that, but that's so true. Yeah. I love, and I just love like the melody of that part. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's so good. The way uh, she fits the words into like the rhythm. It's just genius. It is. It And it does, I guess in that sense, she does kind of remind me a little bit of Alanis Morissette where it's like you have this set rhythm and they will try and fit as many words into it as possible and Mm -hmm. there's a way to do that that can be really rewarding and like sound really great but then there's a way to do it where it sounds like messy and they always get it like they always like Alanis Mm -hmm. Morissette will literally put a paragraph into a single (laughs) you know what I mean so true yeah and I love that it's just fun I do too yeah it makes me really appreciate it when I realize what the words are and how they've like uh just kind of morph them around to fit them into whatever they need them to I I love it I love when someone does that um and yeah just with this song um there's a YouTube comment on the video that says there's something there's just something about her voice that is addicting and someone replied to that comment it's sexy (laughs) (laughs) she's hot (laughs) yeah it's like my comment um (laughs) 
no but it's true it's like this is one of those songs like you really do just want to like we've all had a moment of belting this in our bedroom i mean if you're a person of a particular age you (laughs) belted this song into like a hairbrush or whatever from the back of your throat and really thought that you were giving Shakira fantasy to your, <laughs> your bedroom. Like totally. <laughs> yeah. I tried to do it at karaoke once. It's like, you know, I, I don't think that I nailed all the all the amazing runs. This song is full of them. I think like like vocally, the stuff that she does, the like acrobatics. Whoa. I love it. Oh, and only Shakira can make just like a moan like that be really emotional yeah it's it's great it's so just bold and like it's so idiosyncratic and special I just think it's perfect I love her music I love her I know (laughs) I'm like freaking out um and I guess okay so one day I was like working at a cafe mopping the floor and they were there was a song on the stereo and it just sounded exactly like this song. I'm like, I recognize this song. It sounds, is this a cover of Underneath Your Clothes by Shakira? And I shazammed it and I looked it up. Apparently it's a song called Eternal Flame by the Bangles, which is like a huge song. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the melody is really, really similar. Oh, it is and I similar. Wonder, yeah. Okay, you know that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I went to their Spotify and I was like, oh, this is the band that sings Walk Like an Egyptian. <laughs> yeah. It but. is a similar melody. Now I'm like never going to not think of that. That's cool. I like that song though. Yeah. Someone t- also told me once, like I was listening to it, one of the later songs on this album and someone said, the person I was with, they said it sounds like an Amy Mann song. So I wonder oh. if a lot of these songs are like, inspired by other songs i don't know wow the Bengals thing is really like just like yeah. threw me for a loop a little bit it's just something interesting i wanted to mention and if anyone can think of that amy mann song let me know because <laughs> i can't find it I'm, i've been listening to amy mann's discography trying to be like what's the song that sounds like a shakira song <laughs> you're like trying to place it like holding your ear <laughs> um yeah well the moment has finally come yes Let's talk about whenever, wherever. My favorite um, YouTube comment pretty much sums up this for me on the on the video. Someone said, this is not a song. This is a childhood core memory. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of like just doing weird dances in, <laughs> in your room. Right, girls? <laughs> uh, we all did it. Uh, just like moving your hips weird in your room and like really thinking that you were like learning the also learning the lyrics to this song was a triumph as a like <laughs> honestly yeah I still don't have them down and I've heard <laughs> this song so much um do you remember where you were the first time you saw this video yeah actually I do. <laughs> I do because um I always talk about like we didn't have cable at my house so but my grandmother was like an older woman who was like very easily taken advantage of by like companies you know like one of those old ladies that like they'd be like you need this hockey package and she'd be like okay so she had like 800 (laughs) cable channels even though she watched only jeopardy so it was like my heaven and she had all the music channels and i would just watch these videos all day at her house and i remember watching this there in her spare bedroom and just being like i who is this earth goddess that has chosen to walk amongst us humans (laughs) 
Exactly. Do you remember? I was standing in a Best Buy. My dad took me to a Best Buy and he left me alone in an aisle. He was like over somewhere else looking at a TV that was probably the size of a dumpster because that's how big (laughs) they were back then. And I was just like by myself and I looked up at the wall of like 30 TVs all playing this video in sync. And it was just like awesome. Like she's standing on a mountain. Clouds are soaring by behind her. She basically looks like stripped era Christina Aguilera, right? Yeah, but she does. This is before that. It is. <laughs> um, but this song was like nothing I've ever heard. And I just was like so just I was in awe. It's just everything that I've ever wanted in a music video, in a song. Like she she society peaked with this video. <laughs> Honestly, it's hard to even verbalize the cultural impact of this song and the the like you said the music video just like the imagery the way mm-hmm. she looked it was like I mean you know that a song has reached a certain level of you know whatever when it's parodied a lot yeah and I remember this being parodied a lot like on Mad TV um it was just a huge moment and I also wrote down some of the lyrics because I don't think people because this song is so iconic like you don't really think about the lyrics anymore mm-hmm. but like they're amazing I'm just gonna read some of them it says lucky for you or lucky you were born that far away so we could both make fun of distance mm-hmm. <laughs> lucky that I love a foreign land for the lucky fact of your existence Baby, I would climb the Andes solely to count the freckles on your body. Never could imagine there would only there were only 10 million ways to love somebody. Wow. Lucky, lucky that my lips not only mumble, they spill kisses like a fountain. Lucky that my breasts are small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains. Lucky I have strong legs like my mother to run for cover when I need it. And these two eyes that for no other, the day you leave will cry a river. Are you kidding me? Amazing. poetry. Yes. Like that is song writing. Yeah. And the fact that it's like, it works so well in English. Right. And Spanish. What did she rhyme? Existence with? Distance? Existence? (laughs) Yes. What the (laughs) fuck? Like she's so just genius. It's amazing. Yeah. My it's amazing. my friend, uh, someone tweeted Sam Buck. He's really funny. He's he's my friend. He tweeted, "No one has ever really topped. Lucky that my breasts are small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains." Honestly, that lyric is so psychotic and amazing. Like genius. It's just perfect. It really is. And yeah, um, she's in on the joke. I was thinking about that. You want to talk about Mad TV? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would love to talk about Mo Collins. I live, (laughs) live. I used to watch that parody of this song literally so often, like Mm peeing myself. I was obsessed with Mad TV as a kid. Me too. Yeah, it was really funny. I mean, it's kind of tough to go back and watch it now because it's so like just cringy, like. I don't laugh as much anymore. I'll it's, say that. Insanity. But whatever don't matter. I can talk about pancake batter. That took me <laughs> out. 
when I was younger. <laughs> like that's that's funny still, but <laughs> the the whole joke is that her songs don't make any sense. Right. And the thing is they do. Like 95% of the time they make sense. They do. <laughs> you just have to know what like you just have to read the lyrics. Like you know, and she does have a really unique way of like verbalize like she has a, a unique way of how she chooses to string words together like you mm-hmm. said like the melody and like where they connect and disconnect is like not like any other singer I've ever heard so mm-hmm. I, I understand the thought that they're like gibberish but they're not at all I think that's what makes her songs to me so like addicting because you almost hear like new phrases every time like Mm -hmm. I've heard this album hundreds of times and there was still new stuff when I went back to listen to it for this that I was hearing like in every song and usually that will happen just with music I'll be like oh there's like a piano part I didn't know was in this song way back there but with Shakira it's lyrics too it's a lot of lyrics that you know they they don't stick out at first because of the way she says them and then you realize what she's saying and you're like that's so good <laughs> even the way she says i'll be there and you'll be here mm-hmm. even just something as simple as that is like so unique and so specific to her like it's so signature shakira yeah to say yeah. i'll be here like <laughs> uh-huh. i love when she goes you've got me head over heels yeah she re harmonizes that at the end but yeah, on that note, uh, like somewhere on her Wikipedia, some vocal coach like analyzes the way she sings and mm-hmm. the way she forms melodies. And I guess she uses like the harmonic minor scale a lot, um, Okay, which that's interesting. And then it also says like other artists who use that, that scale are Bobby Brown in My Prerogative, Jasmine Sullivan, Bust Your Windows. <laughs> Whoa! And then Katie B, Easy Please Me. Love that song. Love that. That's singer. interesting. Oh my God, a Bobby Brown connection only on Dunzo. You'll only get that on Dunzo. <laughs> you won't get that on any other podcast, I promise I you. Thought, thought I should mention that. Um, <laughs> Do you think that this is a good... Uh, do you think that this is a good like representation of Shakira in the sense of being a first single? Uh, I would say absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's just, she's putting everything on display. Like it's a great song. It's catchy. She, she's like the way she performs it is just magnetic. Like you said, and this was my introduction to Shakira and I was completely obsessed from like the yeah. first time I saw it. So it was very effective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It will live in now CD infamy until the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk about rules. I love this song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it too. She's crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she is crazy. I wrote a lot of lyrics on from this one. Shakira's. Shakira's out of her fucking mind when it comes to this, whoever this, ma- this man is. This um, is the most unhinged song. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Don't forget that you're condemned to me. <laughs> it, yeah, see, like, the album goes, it, it's almost like the song, uh, the pattern of the songs goes in the pattern of, like, her thought process about this relationship. Because there are moments where it's, like, very manic, like this. But then mm-hmm. there are moments where it's, like, reflective and, like, she's like maybe a little bit out of it and she's like okay like this is really fucked up 
what I've gotten myself into but moments like this where it's like she is out of her mind in love with this person unapologetically Mm -hmm. like it's crazy I kind of noticed that um just on the first two songs even like objection starts it's kind of like on this level where it's like crazy you know Mm -hmm. she's just in this mood and then that song ends and the next song is underneath your clothes and it's such a sweet like um more uh like internal like she's just kind of you know pontificating by herself like in her in her feels um and it felt like when I went when I went to analyze the songs it felt like almost an abrupt transition um but there's there's a dichotomy to this album that you're speaking to right now yeah and it still somehow manages to be really cohesive because mm-hmm. this song also has a real heavy um surf music vibe yeah. in the background it's still got that sort of surfy twang um mm-hmm. I'm gonna read some totally. of these psychotic lyrics yeah the most basic instinct poem I've I'll ever have the pleasure of reading (laughs) she said you have to swear you've got love to love me that will last forever you must have a story with a happy we must have a story with a happy ending so don't ever go away and never put aside the things I'm gonna say because these rules are for us then she gives this literal checklist of these rules that he has to follow (laughs) in order to be in this relationship she says Use your eyes only to look at me. Use your mouth only to kiss my lips. We are branches of the same old tree. We, you can laugh only if you laugh with me. You can cry only if you cry for me. Don't forget that you're condemned to me. Can't you see? You'll, you always were. You'll always be. You, <laughs> you used to say I should see a doctor who would keep me busy because <laughs> a jealous woman never makes it easy. And you'll, and you know, I'll do for us whatever seems right, but it may take a while before I change the rules. Come <laughs> on. At least she's honest. Yeah. I mean, she's fully, un- she's so unhinged. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like the reason that it's so good is because she's being so insanely vulnerable that you can't help but mm. appreciate it. Where she's like, I might change these rules, but I don't mm-hmm. know this is just how it is right now yeah and she's when she's singing it like I love that always in her songs like they're so dynamic and the music always underscores the feeling and the lyrics and this one's like really kind of like um like uh it's like a wicked euphoria like you can laugh only if you laugh yeah you can cry only if you cry for me yes totally yeah it makes you think that it's gonna every time it makes you think it's gonna be happy mm-hmm. she's <laughs> like no no <laughs> just reading you the fine print yeah this song is just it's it's hilarious it's so funny to like impose those kinds of restrictions on a partner <laughs> and to do it with such conviction like so she's so bold yeah to do it in such a beautiful way this song mm-hmm. is like so catchy yeah the the chorus is just like incredibly catchy mm-hmm. like the call and response mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know I don't know if I have anything else to say about yeah about just rules. um I noticed like I think you were saying like the 60s beach sound it does almost have like like a punk influence like mm-hmm. rhythmically and then the way she goes uh, uh in the verses like yeah 
Like yeah. it was sort of like punk music to me. And that was a new thing that I hadn't realized before because obviously there's so many like rock influences in this album. And I was like, right. and then there's other ones too that we'll get into. Um, but yeah. And then at the end of this song, it it ends with like a dying cat noise, like Ashley oh. Simpson has like ah. and it goes all the way up. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> songs end like that. They kind of unravel. Like there'll they be like a crash of the cymbals and some hits of the drums and Shakira just letting out a sigh. Like that <laughs> took everything out of me. Yeah. And it's like somehow sexy still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like it's only... always sexy. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about the one. I love this mm-hmm. song so much. Me too. Me too. Tell me your thoughts. <laughs> It's so poetic. There's nothing like your smile made of sun. Beautiful. (laughs) To buy more things and write more happy songs, it always takes a little help from someone. (laughs) Like, it's so sweet. This is my favorite non-single song, even though I guess you could say that it, it, um, it had, like, I guess what you would call, like, a soft release because objection actually didn't perform as well as her label thought that it would um so they crazy yeah i know so they were like nervous about her releasing any more songs because they didn't want to sort of like ruin the momentum that um whenever wherever had and underneath Mm -hmm. your clothes so they kind of soft released this but didn't make a big deal about it and it got like a tro release like back when you could just like only release a song on TRL um and that was pretty much it but yeah this is I'm it's shocking to me that people didn't take to this song more because I just think it's so beautiful yeah there's actually a video to this song that I didn't know existed until this week and she's presented way different really I've never seen it yeah she looks like Joss Stone like the eye makeup is gone. She has like her freckles are out in full force. Um, the roots are gone to her hair. She looks much more natural. And um, you should check it out only for the fact that it rains in the video. She's standing Ooh. in the rain. And anytime in a 2000s style video yeah. when it's raining, I just live for that. So. Yeah, you had me at rain, say less. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I also love that there's a real sort of this may just be a me thing, but sometimes Shakira's rock ballad songs, like her real like rock love songs, put me in the mindset of being in like a dive bar. Like they have sort of a dive bar feel. I like that. If that makes any sense. Like they they smell like whiskey breath, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um yeah, I like that vibe. I like I like that all of her songs kind of take you somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they definitely transport you. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote the lyrics onto this one too because I just think they're beautiful. Yeah. Uh, she said, so I find a reason to shave my legs each single morning. So I count on someone Friday nights to take me dancing and then to church on Sundays to plant more dreams and someday think of kids or maybe just to save a little money. You're the one I need. The way back home is always long, but if you're close to me, I'm holding on. Amazing. I love that fucking, the melody of that part. Uh, you're the one I mm-hmm. need. My real life has just begun because there's nothing like your smile made of sun. Mm-hmm. In a world full of strangers, you're the one I know. 
So I learned to cook and finally lose my kitchen phobia. So I've got the arms to cuddle in when there's a ghost or a muse that brings insomnia. Amazing. (laughs) To buy more thongs and write more happy songs. It always takes a little help from someone. Like, only Shakira would would add the lyric about buying more thongs for her man. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean about, like, the Amy Winehouse connection, like, the sense of humor. Like, Amy Amy would write about, like, you know, uh, the machino bra that her boyfriend gave her last Christmas. Like, right. it's such a, such a good detail um, with, like, a little bit of a sense of humor. Um, but, yeah, it, especially in that, that uh, verse that you just read, maybe it's the chorus, um, I love her voice there, too. I love the melody of the part that you said. Like, and that's where she's singing like really share like like it mm-hmm. sounds like yeah um but it's oh, yeah. great it is very 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 like <laughs> 80s ballad share yeah <laughs> guttural <almost. laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe not yeah. not the right word <laughs> but no um, i agree with you with the amy winehouse thing for sure because it's almost like it's almost like i'm writing this song for me if you happen to relate to it like that's cool but like, I also don't care if you don't get it. Yeah. Because this is a weird inside thing about thongs between <laughs> me and my boyfriend that you will probably never understand. But in doing that, it makes it relatable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, she really packs her songs with details that um, you can, you can relate to usually. <laughs> um, before before we move on I just wanted to make a quick shout out to someone named Thomas Worcester who on the YouTube video for this one he made a comment that reads my wife is my best friend we have been married for 37 years she's the one I need muy bonita love that that's really sweet happiness and health (laughs) to you and your wife Thomas (laughs) who is definitely listening (laughs) you're the Um, one I need we're about to take a real hard left with ready for the good times i absolutely love this song okay i was i just love it i think it's so much fun and it wasn't one of my initial favorites like i probably got into this one a couple years ago when i would i would listen to this album and i'd be like this is a really fun song it almost sounds like the song that every real housewife song wishes it was <laughs> like no shade to tardies for the party or <laughs> v, but what they're all basically aiming for is something like ready for the good times <laughs> that's actually one of the smartest things you've ever said honestly because <laughs> it does have a countess luann sort of vibe <laughs> but like it's what yeah it's what she aspires to be that is so... Yeah. None, none of them have the range. Only Shakira could do this. Right. Um, but it's like, it's... it's And I also like thinking about it now. It's so like, um, just hits even harder in like the COVID times. Like <laughs> ready for the good... I'm ready for the good times. Right. I'm ready for... I could just... I was listening to this one in the shower, just like full on performing it, like <laughs> dancing my ass off in the shower, singing ready for the good times. This is this is the most upbeat song and the most like um just happy it's so fun it's so happy to dance to I just love it I love the rhythm every day there's a war to fight and if I win or lose never mind as long as you're my shelter every night that's love yes that's amazing this is Shakira's anticipating 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. it's like this very specific, it's an early 2000s take on disco, which I am obsessed with. Um, it took me years to realize that mm-hmm. I like, or I like disco music through a, a 2001 like filter. I think this looks so interesting and cool. Um, mm-hmm. And it just like, it <laughs> makes me feel like, it's like Shakira grew up listening to this music and always maybe had a dream of like doing a song like this. Like, oh. do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> she, she nailed it. It's so good. It's so unexpected. It's got a lot of really interesting. I mean, it's Shakira doing all kinds of this fucking crazy shit with her voice. Uh-huh. A lot of it is literally her uh, just pointing uh, and groaning. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. She's like, whoa, ho, ho. <laughs> Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. she's just like flexing, kind of. Like, she just, is. She, I feel like she's sinking into it and just having fun and letting her voice kind of do its thing. <laughs> um, lots yeah, this of playful. Is, this is a real COVID times kind of song. I'm looking mm-hmm. at the lyrics. She said, I don't want to clear the cobwebs from my head, time will bring them back, I bet. So if you hear me say that I believe in love, don't make me feel ashamed. I used to sing the saddest songs, and in the meantime, roaches used to climb my door, <laughs> falling back down to the floor. I used to read survival. <laughs> I used to read survival guides when my world was full of seven-legged cats. <laughs> but here I am with eight more lives. Yeah, and that I just become like the meme of that lady trying to do math in her head <laughs> with the equations over the photo. <laughs> because it's so clever that you're like whoa that's a really like layered joke Um, yeah yeah I also love the part where she says I don't want to look at fashion magazines while someone does my nails (laughs) sitting here watching other people live frozen by the fear to fail Ooh, Mm -hmm. Um, she knows she knows the truth she's got the answers she knows how to live her life right she She has a really good intuition that's whole part of her thing (laughs) God, they should have released this as a single. Honestly, it's it's perfect. It's it would so have been fun. really fun. Yeah, I feel like it kind of like uh, her career kind of took a turn towards this kind of music. Right? Yeah, for sure. I like more playful, mm-hmm, more disco-y, like dancey, and like like four on the floor kind of music. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's almost. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. Um. God damn it, please let's talk about Fool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is definitely one of my favorites. Oof. This is like this is probably the song I visit the most. Yeah, for me too. It's it's been huge for me over the yeah. past like five or six years. Like it's from a songwriting perspective, it's structured so classically. And the chorus is just the chorus of like a damn good song. Like, yeah, it's almost in the vein of like Patsy Cline. I can't help it if I'm just a fool, always having my heart set on you till the time you start changing the rules. I'll keep chasing the soles of your shoe- shoes. Oh my God. <laughs> soles like... of your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And this is definitely one where she's sort of, a little bit more introspective like she's coming down from this manic high and like really taking a look at this relationship in a way that's like it's much less like 
I'm going to chase you down and hunt you and I'm obsessed with you and I love you and be with me and you know these are the rules and never break them and I'm you know it's like her kind of understanding how sad this fucking relationship is and it's just it's beautiful it, it yeah the the melody is just like ridiculously mm-hmm. catchy yeah mm-hmm. I, I gotta read some more of these lyrics please you might swear you'd never touch a lady well let me say you're not too far from maybe genius much like I what know. a turn of phrase god resigned from hearing my old story every night and then all this pain begins to feel like pleasure with more tears you make a sea a desert salt my wounds and i'll keep saying thank you i love that part where she says i'll keep saying thank you oh my god delightful use of the elements (laughs) yeah (coughs) yeah, Um, it's, it's so poetic it's so beautiful it really touched me and i just i love this song it's like a perfect song it is it's one of those melodies that you hear and you're like how did this melody not exist until this song like it just feels like it should have been it feels like a song that should have existed already this might be the amy man one (laughs) i'm saying uh because i think i I went i like brought this to my guitar teacher for her to teach it to me like five years ago and she was like this sounds like the amy man song Um, but I love the part where she goes, I can't help it, baby. Oh. Yeah, fool. Baby, baby. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's like that also lives rent-free in my head. The outro to this song. Yeah. But yes, the outro is like we get another amazing vocal fry. Mm-hmm. I love when she goes up to that whiny, what would normally be whiny, but like for her, it's like just really emotional and beautiful um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like it's just so it's so good this song is this also could have very easily been a single in my opinion yeah agreed agreed everyone should know this song (laughs) um let's talk about I just wrote down the English um because I'm not going to try and speak Spanish on my podcast like I refuse yeah yeah (laughs) um so this next song and the translation is I'm leaving you Madrid mm-hmm. and it's interesting it's like I used to think that this was like a love letter to Madrid before I knew what the lyrics were when I was younger and then mm-hmm. I was like reading it today and it's a breakup song where she's basically saying like I will leave you with like my parting gift in this relationship is Madrid mm-hmm. this beautiful place like I'll leave you with that yeah yeah I didn't I never knew what this song meant either and um it's like fun to dance to to sing along to by the time it comes on in the record like you've heard so many like just heart-wrenching songs and you know you're maybe kind of exhausted and this one comes on and it's like fun you don't know what she's saying it's very welcome it's like kind of a break like it's just time to jam out to another fun Shakira song (laughs) Yeah, and like cue me as a kid pretending to know Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish I did. I I I brought um the CD to my second grade Spanish teacher who claimed to know Spanish. She must have studied it like in college, and she really couldn't tell me what these songs said. <laughs> she well, really I, struggled. I wrote down the um the translation for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it gives a whole different vibe, you know, when you know what she's saying or whatever. Um, 
It says, yes, it's time to hide the pain from the, your pain, the pain from the world. Underneath the skin, I know I will be fine. Cats like me always land on their feet. Always mm-hmm. calling herself a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to push my luck for your sake, and I can't. Go on living with such little hope. Soon I will be far, far away from here. I'm going away again. I will leave behind with you, Madrid. Your flesh routine and your urges to flee. I don't want cowards. <laughs> that will only make me <laughs> suffer. It's better if I say goodbye to your anise-flavored mouth. Yes, it's time <laughs> to clean the honey stains atop the tablecloth. Yeah, um, I love the way that she works the word or like the just concept of anise. I think it's anise, anise, anise. It, I, I always say anise. anise, but I think it's anise. It, I just think of star anise, which is like maybe a fruit. I don't know. Right. But a- apparently it tastes like black glisher- licorice. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting um, lyrical choice. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that she like learned some like English metaphors mm-hmm. and really took to them. Like yeah. she really, really took to this idea that she's like a cat with nine lives. Uh. <laughs> and that she lands on her feet and sometimes she has nine legs there's another song where she says I'm a cat with nine legs like like this idea that she just like is surviving this relationship over and over and over and over Ooh, yeah, um, that's good is really cool but yeah it, it was fun to I never really you know I just used to kind of like bounce around to this song when I was little so it was cool to mm-hmm. know what she was talking about yeah agreed um I'm eager to talk about Poem to a Horse, the... Yes, this song rocks. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I think when I when I was like, when I pitched laundry service to you, you just replied, Poem to a Horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sick. sick. It's such a good rock song. <laughs> it is. Yeah, this song is, um, again, took me basically my whole life to really understand what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's talking about you know being in love actually I wrote the um this quote down from Song Genius it says poem to a horse is mainly about Shakira's love interest being a drug addict who was so addicted and quote in love with himself that he bears uh he bears to pay her any attention so she decides it's best if she breaks up with him because it's too much for her to handle um it's too much to handle for her not getting any support from their relationship um yeah the complexity of these lyrics like it took me my whole life to get mm-hmm. yeah me too I, I this song like I think I just really started to appreciate it after like I had gotten back into the album as an adult and you know fool like you know, it's like I started appreciating that one I, I started liking this song too because mm-hmm. this one the metaphors she uses, like, you, you can't really understand them as a child. Like, no. I'd rather eat my soup with a fork or drive a, ca- <laughs> drive a cab in New York because to talk to you is harder work. <laughs> right. And then my favorite line in the whole record, you keep on aiming for the top and you quit before you sweat a drop. Oh, my God. Come on. So good so fucking good the chorus is so i'm just gonna i'm gonna read i'm gonna read these lyrics yeah because they deserve it Mm -hmm. you're too far to bring you close and too high to see below just hanging on your daily dose 
I know you you never needed anyone but the rolling papers for your grass. How can you give what you don't have? You keep on aiming for the top. You quit before you sweat a drop. Feed your empty brain with your hydroponic pot. You start <laughs> out playing with yourself. You get more fun within your shell. Nice to meet you, but I got to go my way. I'll mm. leave again because I've been waiting in vain, but you're so in love with yourself. If I say my heart is sore, that <sighs> note that she hits sore. Can we talk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. My heart is sore. Oh, it's so oh, good. So good. Yeah. Sounds uh-huh. like a cheap metaphor, so I won't repeat it no more. I'd rather eat my soup with a fork or rather <laughs> or drive a cab in New York because to talk to you is harder work. So what's the point of wasting all my words if it's just the same or even worse than reading poems to a horse? Reading poems? Oh, is that a phrase? Reading poems? I mean, to a I horse? think it's just something she came up with. I've never heard it before. I feel like yeah just the idea of like writing a song about the concept of reading poems to a horse it's that's that's Shakira to me (laughs) yes like what it's so cool but yeah and this is definitely I would say it of all the songs on the album this is the most like fuck you I'm done Mm -hmm. like I'm Mm -hmm. over this you know and to think that it's a possibility that this was all the same person this guy that she at one point was like I will literally run to the end of the earth to be with you. And now she's like, you're a fucking drug addict and you don't even care about me. Yeah, it's definitely the other side of the coin of like the song Fool. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder if it's about the same person because if it is, then good for you. Because this song, like her stance is just like so powerful in this one. And she sounds like decided and... um it's just beautiful like it's so so um just great I love out here again Mm -hmm. like and yeah the sore line my heart is sore sounds like a cheap metaphor you're so in love with yourself (laughs) it's the best that's my favorite vocal run on the record probably yeah that one is amazing kind of subtle but it's just beautiful I love um metaphor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What at the end? Metaphor. So I won't I won't repeat it no more. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like a cheap metaphor. <laughs> yeah. It's so Shakira. Maybe the mm-hmm. most Shakira moment where That's she what literally... I love. like she's not afraid to do that. Like, and that yeah. is why she was parodied so much. Like she's just so herself and so doing her own thing and I love it I love it (laughs) um this next song translated as long as I have you gave me major Quentin Tarantino Pulp Fiction vibes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, the western flavor of the like guitar solo intro yeah I was like oh Uma could definitely like be in a scene Mm -hmm. with this in the background in a uh, Quentin movie Mm-hmm. Um, and she's back on her, her like devotion and desire shit. This song, I didn't really realize it until I dug in to analyze it this week. But this is probably one of the best songs on the album. Like, I would agree. It's an apocalyptic love song, which is also like very, um, just uh, like hits really hard for the time. Yeah, it's like, um, 
like people try to do this thing now, this sort of like, I'm going to hold your hand till the end of the world kind of song. And this right. is the most effective version of that song I've ever heard. It's like so poetic and beautiful. Like I never knew the words to this song lyrics. I did sort of know the words. This is one right. of those songs that Shakira has that's in Spanish. That's so catchy and so beautiful that I could sort of sing along to it, even though I don't speak Spanish. Like, <laughs> right. too. like, it's just, it's, it's an amazing, amazing song. And I have to read the lyrics in please, English. Please do. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, okay. So basically she says, let the news station channels fall to ruins. I don't like television anyway. Let smiles become ancient relics and let all the rays of sunshine be extinguished. Let words die on lips. And the way she says this in Spanish is like so just exquisitely beautiful. Yeah. I think it's like, que se consumen las palabras en los labios. Yes. So uh, oh my God. Let them contaminate all the water on the planet or let all philanthropists and wise men resign and let the last poet die today. But as long as I have you, as long as I have your hug and the kiss you invent every day and let me stay here after the fall, forever your melancholy. Oh, forever I mean, your melancholy. In Spanish too, that's beautiful. Like siempre tu melancholia is how she says it. It's like oh just a gorgeous God. phrase. And then, yeah, sorry. My favorite part of the song is like the, in Spanish, um, porque yo, yo, si, See, oh my god so beautiful it's because so i do gorgeous. depend on you and if i still have you i still have life left like are you kidding this it's really like, is probably one of the best songs on the whole album i am so glad you agreed to talk about this album because it finally like gave me a reason to read these lyrics in english and now my appreciation for this song is through the roof I love it. <laughs> I love let all let all neighbors disappear and let them eat the leftovers of my innocence. Wow, yeah. Like, oh. What? What? Like, are you kidding me? Come yeah. on. Like, it's so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely the one that I didn't appreciate when I was younger at all. I don't even know if I used to listen to this when I was when I was little. Same. It wasn't until I was like just constantly spinning this record in my car that. Yeah. I got to know it and you know it's still growing on me which is a beautiful thing yeah totally there's a video for this one uh, I didn't know that either I think really? it was released as a single uh, maybe maybe elsewhere not in America but she looks angelic I love how in the video she's wearing like a dismembered tambourine she pretty much is always wearing a dismembered tambourine around her waist at all right times. <laughs> she is and yeah <laughs> This is and an then, album that... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no. I mean, she just... Also in the video, she plays the drums, which is cool. Like, oh, what yeah. can't she do? I always forgot that she could play the drums. I never knew. This is uh, an album that, like, in each country had, like, a completely different journey. Because they really, you know, mm -hmm. catered to the fact that she's a crossover artist. So they were able to release songs in Europe that they weren't able to release here. And, you know... Like there was, there are songs on this album that were big, huge, major moments in other parts of the world that we never knew, um, which kind of sucks. Like I, I, I don't know. I like, I wish that I knew all these. Like I hate that I don't know all these music videos. 
I there were like three or four music videos that I hadn't seen. Like, um, yeah, Tedejo Madrid has a music video. Didn't know. I never, Troy. I never saw the video for Underneath Your Clothes until yesterday. Oh my god! Uh, like, how did I not know that existed? <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I just felt like, how could there be more? I know whenever, wherever. I know Objection Tango. Like, two amazing videos for one yeah. record. Like, yeah, just they're, they're great. Well, we're at the, technically the last song, Eyes Like Yours mm-hmm. is um, a song that Shakira had actually recorded for a previous album. And then she re-recorded it for Laundry Service. Um, I'll be honest, this song doesn't really do a ton for me. uh it feels Uh, like an album closer it's funny because she went through all the trouble to re-record this song in english and i still have no idea what the fuck she's talking about yes same (laughs) she just like recites it all so fast and everything going on in the song it just is like a whirlwind but yeah yeah. i basically what she's saying is she's been everywhere and she's seen everything and the lyrics are so like poetic and dramatic and like she's like crawled across deserts and gone everywhere in the world and she just she's she's torn down windows and doors and she can't find eyes like yours anywhere and it's not my favorite song on the album but I do love the image closing out the album we have the image of the woman Shakira like Mm -hmm globe traveling superstar Shakira bereft by desperation she right. can't find eyes like her old lovers anywhere I mean I guess maybe because the rest of the album is just so good mm-hmm. you know if it wasn't like so incredible maybe this song would like mean a little bit more to me um <laughs> yeah, I would have never I would have preferred her to just close it out with like, I love when an album ends with a ballad or something. It should have just ended at Kimmy Kittis too. I like, I honestly really do like that too. I like when, when to me, a ballad is the appropriate way to end an album, especially mm-hmm. an album like this, that's been so emotional and so and emotionally raw and intense. Like it just feels like a ballad is like the natural end. Yeah. It should be. Mm-hmm. I like the Arabic men chanting or the men chanting in Arabic. I think that's really interesting. Um, Like rhythmically, it's interesting. It's kind of like, I don't like the song. Something that kind of knocked me off of the Shakira train was when she did Waka Waka this time for Africa. I didn't Mm -hmm. really, I just felt like it was a real departure from her rock influenced music. And this kind of precedes that, I think, in style. Um, yeah, and what this song reminded me of actually was the song by They Might Be Giants. Istanbul was Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, yeah. <laughs> not Constantinople. <laughs> They're like in the same like iamic pentameter or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> so funny that you compare, and it is very like it, it. It is waka waka. Like it is very much that, and mm-hmm. like I don't know. It just um, yeah, I like Rock Shahira. Me too. I like whiskey on the breath, Shakira. I like, you know, like I said, dive dimly lit dive bar. Shakira is like my preference. Um, Uh I do love seeing her perform those big giant songs. It's just like fun to see her do all the Shakira stuff. But like, if I'm listening to her, I want to hear her be raw and 
doing weird vocal fries at the end of rock songs <laughs> yes yes having like just the most dramatic like uh roots like blonde yeah. hair with like giant black streaks in her hair like yes being so like rock era <laughs> yeah wearing like post-apocalyptic like rags that are like sexy <laughs> yes she's like doing yeah. sh- like shoulder things yeah uh, <laughs> um well do you have any closing thoughts about laundry service it's just great. It's just great. I'm so like grateful that you were willing to do this with me and letting me geek out over <laughs> this album. Like I, I really love Shakira and I don't know why she's not like people don't really consider her uh, like on the same level as like some of the other pop girls. And I think right. that she is just I truly think she's probably the most talented person on the planet no it's absurd how talented she is and the fact that she can play instruments and doesn't even like throw it in your face all the time like she'll just remind you like hey I also play guitar and I'm a drummer (laughs) you know yeah um and I specialize in all of these very nuanced specific like regional dances Mm -hmm. and I know all of them like she Mm -hmm. really is incredible (laughs) And I would just say anybody listening to this who haven't, maybe you haven't listened to Laundry Service in a while, or maybe you've never heard it the whole way through, like, it's amazing. And you really should, like, <laughs> you know, just have a moment alone in your house, like, with this turned on and just, like, lean in. Yeah, blast it. Listen to mm-hmm. it in the car or the shower. Yeah. The shower is really fun. Yes, this um, is a great shower <laughs> album. Yeah, and then I guess just also, like, on the note of her being uh an amazing talent like I, I I wanted to talk about how um like when she was coming up and performing and making a name for herself like she she always felt like she was going to be a global figure like a public figure and she knew she was talented and she felt like uh it was almost like a premonition that she would become famous and um I I love that kind of like mythology around her um stratospheric rise to fame and like a mm-hmm. talent like I just love thinking of this woman being born in uh like Barranquilla I think is where she was born and just having this like supreme talent and you know um entertaining people and that's how she got her rise and she also I think her connection to her crowds is like really true like she just really loves to perform and like spread the gift that she has that's like god-given gift um like when she performs she performs barefoot a lot of the time because it keeps her like connected and something that she does is she'll instruct like the lighting technicians at her shows to turn the lights on the audience rather than like having the brightest lights be on her so that she can see everyone's face and look them in the eye and oh oh, yeah if you watch her like mtv unplugged performance from like 2000 or 1999 i think it's just one of the best most amazing Shakira performances ever and yeah you can just really feel like her um star power is great she's just she's otherworldly yeah I love when like people who were very clearly meant to be famous like mm-hmm. know it as kids that's like mm-hmm. iconic <laughs> to me and they're like yeah. oh no I'm I'm born special at like five you know yeah uh, <laughs> uh well thank you so much for doing this with me thanks for like hopping on here and like geeking out about this album with me my pleasure a thousand percent my pleasure I (laughs) just I know it's kind of a left field topic (laughs) for your show but it's 
it's just been really really fun thank you no people will appreciate this i've gotten i have gotten laundry service requests good okay great yeah well i'm excited to do more of this This yeah for sure you'll be back as i always say this is the american horror story of podcasts (laughs) we'll recast you and you know turn you into a two-headed you know circus freak or whatever next season and whatever Uh, i'd love Um, (laughs) we'll tell people where they can find you on social media um well my instagram is my name with an x before it so it's just x alex nelson and then (laughs) on twitter i think i'm just x alex x (laughs) (laughs) i don't know like i i had these names forever it kind of is like charlie xcx kind of thing like you just throw some random letters in your handle if your name's already taken and x seemed like a good choice (laughs) no it reads well it just like reads well if that makes sense someone said it they read it they always think it's a xanax (laughs) i did too (laughs) i did x alex nelson well you guys go follow alex he's really fun his dog is literally i'm not convinced it's really i I think that it's like a toy i'm not kidding (laughs) i have a pomeranian yeah he's so cute my whole life i've always wanted a pomeranian (laughs) and i finally got one and he's he is like just my pride and joy i'm ready for like a tlc show about you and your dog's life it's just (laughs) like so perfect but yeah thank you so much alex i'm obsessed with you thank you for being on Thank you, Troy. I'm obsessed with you. I love Donzo. I love Beyond the Blinds. I'm so happy. Today has been the highlight of my month. (laughs) Well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed it. We will see you here next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Donzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.